yeah, yeah. <laughs> Feed the sheep. We are back. You're looking at two fools. Well, you're hearing two fools for Christ's sake right now. Preach. Yes, Kim Todd Ross Dale. We're ready to be back in the building. I'm so excited. I listen, I'm just excited as you guys are today. Well, I don't know if you're excited. I don't know when you're listening to this or no, you saw Feed the, the Sheep had a new episode. You're like, oh, yeah, let's go. Yeah, you gotta and you got to get on it. You got to get on it. Whether you stumbled upon this or whether you've been a listener for a while. Listen, we had something happen this morning that never happens. Ross texted me and was like, are you like, what'd you say? You were like, I just said, are you, are we recording? Because I know yeah. you have finals coming <laughs> up. So I was just making sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got finals coming up uh, this weekend, next week. And oh my gosh, I got so trying to get that video figured out with, um, uh, What's uh, K- oh, uh what is it? What's his name? Caleb. Caleb. Yeah. But Ross texted me and he was like, I got a word for the people today. And I was like, well, I think I do. <laughs> Let's do it. Honestly, <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> when we talk about like a word, honestly, a lot of the times what we talk about here on Feed the Sheep is like things that really just aren't on our heart. And for me, per- I can't speak for you, I guess. But for me, it's like what's on my heart and what the Lord's revealing to me. Yeah. And, like, what's been convicting me personally. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, like, I'm not, I can't be the only one out there. Yeah, and, it, and it, that just goes to show with just, like, sharing your testimony, carrying each other's burdens. Like, because it, it, you, when, you, when you're speaking to other Christians, you we probably go through similar struggles. Like, I think that's one thing. Well, yeah. Excuse me. That's Guaranteed. one thing that's, that's, like, super, is that, like, a lot of people think that their situation is just their situation and like not to steal the thunder off of your trials and your tribulations but like that's the beauty of it all is that other people struggle with what you struggle with some people still do some people have and they know how to get out of it and they can help you and like your struggle your testimony your story is 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 awesome in itself but like other people have been through your church or maybe going through what you're going through right now and like that's the beauty of it all is that like you can work through that with other people I think a lot of time we get so used to um, going through something and it's like, well, I, I'm only going through this. So like, it's like the isolation or like the victim mentality sometimes, which we've all fallen to. Mm, and victim mentality. Yeah. Bro. You know what I mean? It's just like more of like the victim mentality or just like the, you know, um, uh, this is the household I grew up in. And just like, you know, like someone might have a similar, you know, and like sharing your testimony uh, or you guys sharing your problems might be able to uh, help you just get out of what a, Whatever hole you're Victim in. Victim so. mentality, bro, is so big these mm, days. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Offense uh, turns to victimization, and you're just trying to help somebody, and they're just, like, mad because you're trying to help. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's my fault I feel this way. Yada, yada, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I'm like, shut your mouth. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm trying right. to help, but you're over here being ignorant. Mm. Sorry. No, you're Not good. Not really. No. I so today I want to talk about sin. Surprise, surprise. But not in the way it, it goes along the lines of like victimization, I think. Um I think they go together. Like we got victimization, which I believe really stems from the fact that we don't take sin seriously. Like we, we just come and we come to church on a Sunday and then we go live a different life or, or maybe we're like in ministry and we're, we are like devoted to the Lord and we're still sinning but we're struggling with the same sin, but we're not taking it seriously in the sense of the fact that 
God hates sin. Like, if we want to have a heart like God, we also have to have the heart of God. And he he hates sin. Like, it, it, sin just takes... Why, why does he hate sin? Sin takes his children away. It makes them further away than, than they should be. And he wants to be near to us. But we also need to want to be near to him. Yeah, I think... When it when it comes to when it comes to sin, you know, pe- people people fail to forget that everyone, everyone, ev- let me say this again, everyone. Can you guys hear that? Everyone except Jesus. Except Jesus. Yes. Assuming I know where you're going. <laughs> right. I don't know. Like sin is is something that we fall into, which is. Which is why we, which is why Jesus was sent, right? Right, right, to, like to die for our sins that we did, that we're doing, and that we will do. Like, right, like that's why it's like, it, it's okay. Like people are like upset with sin, and you should be. You should be upset with sin. Hundred percent. You should be upset. You know, because sin in the way of like, you know, your your fiance Kelsey listens to this, like in a way, like it can be something that like sin is is like where you miss the mark, and like and you keep. You know, and you keep doing stress. Like if Kelsey coaches, and they keep losing and losing and losing and losing, because that's what we do when we sin. We 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 lose. We're losing our day to day battles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, that's not okay. Of course she's gonna be upset. Of course, you know Kelsey's gonna be upset. Of course we're gonna be upset when we sin. Like you know what I mean? But like, what are we gonna do to change that? Where do we see yeah. victory in our day? Where do yeah. we see victory? That. Oh, dude, that's the thing. Yeah. When you say, when you say, what are we gonna do to change that? Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh, listen. <laughs> it pisses me off. Right. And when people come to me as a pastor, young adults, I deal with this a lot. They come to me, they're like, "Man, I'm battling with this." Yada yada yada. And I'm like, "All right, text me or call me next time you have this temptation." A lot of times, it has to. It's come with like pornography. Like young adult males come to me talking like, you know, I want to be set free from this. I say, okay, what are you doing? And they're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, what's your prayer life like? What's, how often are you getting into the word? Um, What, like, what are you actively doing to fight against this temptation when it comes? Because temptation is from the enemy and even Jesus was tempted. But yeah, he didn't fall. What did he do? Like he he spoke the word. He spoke the the holy scriptures that is God breathed to fight it. So how are you expecting to fight the temptation when something comes about if you don't even know the word? You're not even in the word. Like it 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 frustrates me so bad when they come and they're like, "I need this." They're expecting a solution from me, but I'm like, "You got to do this." Like there's nothing I can do. I can tell you everything you got to do and you got to put it in action. But if you're not will, like we, we, we sit here and I'm, I've been, I've been in this seat. So I'm not saying, I'm not speaking to condemn anybody, but like we come to a place and we, we, we deal with sin and then we're just like, well, Jesus died for me. So like, it's all right. It's good. Like true. He did. He did die for his sin. He covered all past, present, future. But when we're still sin and we choose to allow that sin to live in us, live in us, 
and just and just go about our days like nothing like it's not a big deal. We compromise with ourselves that it's okay, but we don't realize that it is over time, it is pulling us away from God. Like I've had this conversation with with a parent who had a kid who was struggling with homosexuality and still coming to church and this stuff and that and but he was he was living a lifestyle of of it. He wasn't just struggling with it, but he was living the lifestyle and his parent was just distraught. And I said, I said, I believe, I believe your son, like, does know God right now. Like, I, I believe that 100%. I said, but over time, as, as he continues to live this sin, and this is with any sin, okay? This, I'm not just calling out this one. Like, this is with any sin. If we continue to live with it, it could be pornography. It could be uh, unforgiveness. It could be, um, I mean, you name it. You freaking pick one. It could be overeating, all this stuff, okay? We, we, we continue to live in it. Over time, it hardens our heart towards God. So we may be fine now, three years down the road, if you continue to do this and don't get rid of it and cut it out of you, then you will be further from God than you have ever been, and you will grow. your heart will grow hard towards him and his word because you love sin that much. We need to... This is literally, okay, the reason this has really been on my heart is because there's one guy that I've been walking through with this at, at, uh, at our uh, young adult. So I, I do a, a young adult thing uh, every Tuesday. So all the young adults for Life Church and uh, four other churches around the area, we come together. And there's this one that I talked to him, and, and he just texts me. He, he texts me randomly. He says, L. As in, like, he lost. Like, so he went and watched Oh, okay. L. Okay, 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 okay. And I said, so my first response is, what triggered it? Uh, Well, my phone, I took my phone in the bathroom. I said, that's not what triggered it. That was, that that set you up to fail, but it wasn't what triggered it. Right. What triggered it? Instagram. Okay, delete Instagram. No, I'll just, I just won't take my phone in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're being an idiot. Like you were literally just like, it's, it's low hanging fruit. It's low hanging yes, fruit right no, there. I'm just so like, true. what are you doing? You know what the issue is. Okay. So next like two days later, L what triggered it? Well, I took my phone in the bathroom again. I said, was it Instagram again? He said, no, it was, it was just, I had thought uh, it was just a thought of things I'd seen before. So, so then I like, you know, kind of, then I went on a trail. Okay, delete freaking Safari. I don't know. Whatever you're watching on Twitter. Apparently, Twitter is like freaking porn, apparently, from what I hear. I, I haven't been on Twitter in uh, a couple of years. I I, that's from what I hear. Yeah. Like, there's just porn everywhere on Twitter okay, wow. because of OnlyFans that's, and all this a- crap going on. So, for so I'm like, what this is just one scenario, but I'm just like, I work with guys who are trying to be set free, but they're they're literally stopping themselves from being set free. And I, and I literally said to him, um, the other day, Oh, I said, you need, I basically said, I said, you need to hate sin. Said you need to change your heart to hate sin as much as God hates sin. If you hate sin, then you won't touch it. Essentially. It's kind of what I said. And I was just like, 
I was like, you need to give yourself, you need to get yourself to hate sin more than you love lust. Mm. Like the problem is he, in this scenario, he's fallen in love with lust. Right. So like, but we're in the same way. We fall, we fall in love with self. Right. We fall in love with food, uh-huh. like gluttony. We fall in love with unforgiveness. Like we want to be the victim and we fall in love with well, being like, a victim. We fall in love with like people giving us reassurance too. And like, you know, like we can't function without that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I see where you're going here. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just like, we, we as a people need to hate sin and we need to talk about it. The problem is the church, the American church has, has with progressive Christianity and all this stuff that's happening as well, like the American church, I think has honestly done a terrible job at truly talking about things that keep us from God. Right. Like God may have sent his son to die on the cross for your sin, but that doesn't give you the right to go keep on sinning. Right. Like even, even, even Jesus, when, when he was on in his ministry, he would go and he would talk and he would say, "Hey, this is sin." Like he what he he'd call him out essentially. He would just be like, "You need to turn from this. Turn from this. Follow me. Turn from this. Follow me." Right. Essentially, is what he's saying in all of his teachings. And and but we're so afraid to freaking offend anybody yeah. that we don't talk about sin as much. And then the for those pastors or preachers or teachers who do talk about sin, they get criticized by the church or. Well, specifically, obviously those outside the church because you're coming against, you know, the things they love. But the world loves sin. The world, worldly culture is sin culture. Mm -hmm. So what are we doing to combat it, right? And for those people who are like, does he really love sin? Or does he really hate sin, God? I said, let me let me give you a text. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay. you got the receipts? Prover- I got the receipts. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Proverbs 6, <laughs> 16, 19. There are six things which the Lord hates. And you're like, eh, eh, um, and yes, seven which are an abomination. So he hates six and seven are abomination. But they all they all tie into like these, what many people would call baby sins. They're like, they see these certain things is big sins. And they're like, well, these ones don't matter as much to God. No, they all matter. They all matter. Um, haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that run rapidly to evil, a false witness who utters lies and one who spreads strife among brothers. Okay. All of these are relatable in this world. Okay. What haughty eyes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go look at porn. Right. I like looking at uh, getting on Instagram explore page, seeing women in bikinis right. type mm-hmm. or, or and this could apply for women. I'm sure there's women out there that do the same thing for men. I don't yeah. know. Um, uh, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood. Okay. One big thing that w- what that relates to is abortion. Okay. And I know I'm talking about a lot of controversial topics here. I don't care. That's what this, this is podcast the heart of God. is. That's what this podcast is. <laughs> a heart that devises wicked plans. Feet that run rapidly to evil. Mm. Okay. That literally takes all sin and puts it into one. Yeah. Because sin is evil. It is mm. not of Christ. And yet we run to it. And a uh, false witness who utters lies and one who spreads strife among brothers. Like gossip. All this. Like there are so many things. And that's just in one text, bro. And we have... Hebrews 10, 26 to 27. For if we go on sinning willfully after mm. receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. 
Did you know that was in the text? So if I'm here to tell you and I say you are willfully sinning, like you are making the conscious decision. Yeah, you to, to sin. sin, yes. Like the sacrifice, basically what the text is saying is sacrifice don't matter. Like that's essentially what it's saying. But a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of a fire which will consume the adversaries. So there is... And I'm not saying like if you've sinned after receiving Christ, you you know, the sacrifice doesn't matter to you. It's you are choosing. Like I, I honestly think there's a difference between like you know when you're stepping into sin. You know when it's wrong. You know when it's sin. And yet you still step into it because you're you're abusing the grace of God. Because you told yourself his grace covers this, which it does. Until you read that text, you're like, oh, shoot. Okay, Proverbs 8, 13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and arrogance and the evil way and the perverted mouth I hate. I love, I don't know why, but I love the term, like the fear of the Lord, like fear God. Yeah, and we're supposed to have the fear of the Lord, and it's literally telling you, what is the fear of the Lord? It is to hate evil. evil. Mm. Like... Y'all, people, get in your freaking Bible. Get in the text. Last one I have for you, Isaiah 59, <laughs> 2. But your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. Your iniquities, okay, your sin, like Johannahan, have made a separation between you and your God. How do you get rid of that separation? Well, it's easy to it's easier, it's easier said than done because we all sin. But like, right. well, quit swimming, quit quit swimming, quit sinning, quit swimming, <laughs> quit swimming, whatever, quit swimming and sin. Jeez, yeah. And your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he does not hear. So you, there's so many people that come to me. And they say, I feel far from God. I say, okay, what sins are you battling right now? Like, what lifestyle of sin are you in right now? Because it's your sins that hide his face and make him hard to hear. So, what are you doing about it? People, and it's iPhones, smartphones, ultimately, okay? <laughs> yeah. Smartphones make everything, like, quick fix. Everybody mm. has the mentality, quick yeah. fix, quick fix, quick fix. There is no quick fix, bro. Like, Outside of literally saying, I devote my life to you, Jesus. I give you my life. I surrender and I submit all things to you. Lord, change my heart and and just be in relationship with him. Like there are, th- but that's even a process. So many people like they don't see a, they don't see a return on their investment. That's how they look at it. I'm going to invest this one sentence, right. and I'm going to see if it works. Vending machine, God. Shut your mouth. That's it. It's Get vending. the frick out of here. It's a vending machine. I paid my $2. Where's my Rice Krispie treat? That's what it is. Yeah, I know. That's exactly yeah, what it, it is. It, it's, and that's the mentality of freaking America. That's it. I think, the I young think, generation. I think, I think. Even older generation. I think the mindset. I hope I'm saying this right. I think the mindset is that I think people think God is convenient. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like 
people think God is convenient in the way of like just uh, like young adults my age who are like, oh, like, you know, they'll, 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 they're quick to post a verse. They're quick to post like when they're when they're going through a trial yep. in life, they're quick to be like, let me repost this verse I saw or mm-hmm. it, w- which is awesome. But like. That's all we're getting at, you know what I mean. Like, but that's all the Lord's. That but that's all. The but yeah, time. but that's all the Lord's getting at you sometimes. We're like, they're so quick to, you know, um, to to say to say, you know, to thank to thank God for another another year on your birthday. Thank God, bro. Thank God for another year on my I, birthday. I literally, you know what I mean. I like, literally read this the other day. Mm-hmm. Said, said, so many people can't wait to get to heaven to spend eternity with their father, but yet won't even spend an hour with him. That's it. My, I wish I, this this mic wasn't attached to the I'd be backdrop, but <laughs> but th- that's the thing is like that's exactly it, like like how do you expect to spend eternity with a guy that you can't even spend one hour? When with it's so day? hard, it's so hard to spend like find time twenty minutes a day to get in the word, find ten minutes to just sit in prayer, sit in worship, and the enemy preys on our busyness, mm, loves it, loves our busyness, loves it. Because whatever we're doing, what, however busy we are, we, it, it's keeping us from him. Mm. It's keeping us from God. Like, wake the frick up. Mm. This is, I hope this episode, as you're listening, is firing you up. Because I am fired up. And I'm ticked off. Not at necessarily people. Really just the enemy on how he has made it so easy to sin. And made us so numb to sin. Yeah, numb. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Made it so numb. We care more about our image than we do God. Like, are you God? No. I've had to ask myself this question. I care. I've cared. There's been a time where I cared more about my image than God, and then I was like, no, that mm. was wrong. Yeah. Like I was before Christ. Ultimate. I mean, I knew of Him, but I didn't really have a relationship with Him. And now I'm just like. Yo, if this is God's heart, I'm in it. Right. 100%. That's all I need to know. I think, um, what's it? What is it? It talks about, um, laziness, right? Yeah. So but, there's, um, there's seven, there's seven deadly sins and sloth is what they call in, mm-hmm. in scripture. It's called sloth, but laziness. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's one like, one, I hope, like, one of these days, I'm, uh, we're going to have, Ross and I are going to have a good episode on um, sexual immorality as itself. Like, that's a whole episode in itself, I think, especially as young adults in our generation where sex yeah. is so desired. But, like, we're and right it ain't now. even just sex, y'all. Yeah. yeah that's Big and, peak. And that's, and that's, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, that, like, what is sexual immorality? And so, like, hello, like, hey, tune in, you know, sexual immorality podcast. Go to. But, like, we're going to talk about, like, laziness right now. And in the sense of, like, you know how I said God's convenient? Like, we write on that edge where it's like, what is good enough? I feel like people have, like, this idea of, like, what is good enough for me to get into heaven? What is good enough for me to get to God without, like, fully submerging ourselves? They want surface. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm, I'm way steep in the water, but I really don't want to drop my shoulders in. You know, <laughs> you know how that is? Where you're like, dude, I'm way steep, but, like, I, I, I really don't want to drop my shoulders in the water, bro. The water's, like, really cold. I, I don't know if I can get used to it. I don't know if I can get used to the water. It's so easy. And just, like, talking, like, with my friends is, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, I have a, like, I have a relationship with God. Like, you know, like, yeah. And I'm like, what? Well, like, how, like, like, but how, like, how does that look? Like, how does your relationship yeah, look? Yeah, like, that's right. How does that look? Because, 
I can say, I always say, like, oh, yeah, a buddy of mine, or, oh, yeah, like, I know him. But, like, really, in all in all actuality, I know of. I know of so-and-so. I don't know so-and-so. I know of so-and-so. And it's sort of, I guess you can say, in that, in that area of, like, what do we what do we do to take that next step? I was talking to my buddy Ryan. Ryan, I love you to death. I hope you're listening to this podcast about just his walk with Christ because he seems to have um he seems to have this this battle where he's like I want to, but I don't want to. In a way of like his dad follows his mom kind of and it's been tough for him because he feels torn and he's like, "Well, I want to know. I want to believe." Or I just had a random conversation with a kid and um, when we were, I was working out, I just came up to him and I was like, how are you and the Lord doing today? Just that simple question. I said, how are you and the Lord doing today? And he said, you know what? He said, you know what, man? I, I don't really know. And I was like, well, what, what's, what's holding you back? What's the problem? And he said, just lack of like, you know, just the lack of like evidence. I don't, I don't know what to see. I don't know what to believe. In all actuality, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start because you see the convenient God being preached on social media, how people are saying, thank you, God, for getting me here. Thank you, God, for the wealth. Thank you, God, for the followers that I have. Thank you, God, for getting me this house. Thank you, God, for getting me through school. Thank you, God, for watching over my grandma. Like you, you see the convenient, how easy it is. That's why it's convenient because it's so easy to pull a thank you, God, out of your pocket. Ooh. Thank you, God. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Let's go. Thank you. You know, that's so easy. It's so simple to pull that out your pocket. But, like, yeah. how easy is it to glorify God when you're when you're failing two classes and you got an injury in a sport and you don't know what work life is going to be when you get home? Yeah. You know what I mean? How easy is it to thank you, God, when you have to take two summer classes when you're already, you know, head deep in student loans and you can't afford another class. Like, you know what I mean? Or you don't know what's going on at home with your family. You have a, an ancestor or not ancestor. You have a relative that's, that's sick and you're battling with, you know, lustful desires. And like, it's not so convenient anymore. You can't pull that. Thank you. God out yeah. your pocket anymore. Cause you're over here checking your pockets. You don't know where it's at. Yeah. It's Bro, so, and, and like, it, it's so easy. As I said, like the convenient, because like, I, I just revert back to James where it's like the, the trials is a testament to remain steadfast. Like if you're not, you can't rock with him in, in the Rocky. You know what I mean? It gets Rocky. You got to rock with God when Let's it gets go. Rocky. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, are you down for real to rock with God? And that's what I'm saying is like, because we, we, we have these things where it's so lazy. Cause it's like conveniency is, is a compliment. You can, you can compliment you being lazy, like in a way of like, well, I'm going to get benefit from still doing the bare minimum. You know what I mean? I'm going to get benefit from still doing the bare minimum of whatever that is. And I think that, you know, if, if, if you serve a convenient God, you're not serving him right. Cause God's not a convenient, like, like he, he is, but he is in a way of like, you got to switch your mentality on what he is to you. Like yeah. he's not a God that you could just pull out of your pocket, like on your birthday, when you thank him or when you're thanking someone for, for not being sick anymore. Or like just even like when you say, when you very little say grace before you eat, like, you know, like you, your service to God, it's a it's a full time job, and that's tough, man. That's a tough, that's a tall, that's a tall task. Tall task order, for. yeah, dude. it is, dude. Oh, that's so good. Mm. That is so good. I think what happens is we fall in love with sin so much that we forget to thank God because we've grown to just accept sin in our life. But we don't have to. Like, 
The problem is the American church is like, we're all sinners. And I said this last week. And I'm like, I don't believe that. We all sin, but I'm not going to identify with my sin. Like, I refuse to identify with my sin. There is a there is a mentality. When you say that, there is a mentality that goes about with it. And you just begin to accept all this sin in your life. And you're like, yeah, that's all right. But God is good. And I thank him for all that I have. And I thank him for this and that. And it's just so surface level, bro. Yeah. It's just, I, I, I've been, I've just been fed up with the idea that we're just, ex- not just accepting sin, but that we're, we're receiving it over our lives and over our kids. And like, we're receiving it. And, and in the world that we're told that we have to affirm all this crap, Like, that's all people hear. You have to affirm me. No, I don't. You have to. Like, there's a difference between people just coming, living the lifestyle, and just going on about their days, and then living their lifestyle, and then forcing it upon other people and saying that you have to affirm me. Dude, this, the idea of us accepting sin as no longer sin, mm. it's going to send us to hell in a handbasket. Mm. Because we've seen it already in this world, bro. And I'm just, I'm going to talk about controversial topics real quick. And I don't care because this is just relative. Like, I don't want people to think I only focus on one sin, but this just happens to be going on in our world right now. Right. Where up into the 70s, 1970s, Homosexuality was considered a mental illness and they took it off that same year. Also Roe v. Wade was established. So all that to say homosexuality was like legal and all this stuff. And, and then we've seen now we're 50 years down the road and now we've seen over the last few years, like transgenderism and, and, uh, hormone replacement treatments and, and castrating of children because they feel like they are a different gender when they don't even know what they want for dinner. And that just makes my like skin crawl. I got to stand up. Well, I just think that with all of that, I think with all of that, it's really showing now because we've just accepted that one thing. And now we're told that we have to accept transgenderism. And then now we're also told in the UN, I don't know if anybody saw this, but the UN like passed the thing that, that they they decriminalize all sex crimes, and that includes, uh, like pedophiles. What do you mean, D? What they decriminalized it, bro. Like all sex crimes, and I'm like, what sex crime is worth decriminalizing? As There's in, not one sex crime that I think is worth decriminalizing. Okay. So, and here's the thing: now they have this thing called MAP, a minor attracted person. A what? Minor attracted person. So you're attracted to minors. So instead of calling them pedophiles, no, you have to call me a MA, like a minor attracted person. Bro, I'm about. Okay, <laughs> so here's, this is my point, is that our children now mm-hmm. are at in jeopardy because there, there can be a man going into the women's restroom and you never know what could happen because just because they feel like they're a woman, like, it's, it, dude, it's setting, it's setting the stage for like, 
for chaos and our children are at stake. Yeah. So I don't care about talking about things that are controversial, but I say all this. This is just one example, guys. One example. I say all this is because it started with the acceptance of sin. Mm. And we became numb to it. That's literally what it all starts. So so when you say you're here, man or woman, you 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 watch porn, you struggle with that, okay? But you're choosing to continue to live in that and not doing anything, not taking measures to actually do something to get free from it. And you are you are allowing all these all these things that trip you up. You're still holding on to them all. You're you're refusing to let go of anything. There will come a day where you will have a husband or a wife, and there could be a possibility. I know people who have uh, erectile dysfunction because of because of all their time, like they've been able to watch porn. I know people who a lot of times porn creates uh, uh, angry, like or anger. Mm. Because what you're doing, and you don't realize it when you're watching porn, but you are literally taking and you're watching it for your own behavior. So you're using somebody else for your own gain. Yeah. You're using somebody. So your brain's wiring like, oh, I can use people to get what I want. And then when you don't, then you get angry. So I like, dude. A lot of a lot of inmates, not most, but I know like there's a percentage, I forget it, but of inmates who have aggra- aggravated assault crimes and they all, not all, but like of this percentage of them, which is like 70%, if I'm not mistaken, 60 or 70%. I could be wrong. Fact check me if you want. But they all had an addiction to pornography. Mm. Like there's a correlation it matches up. So, okay, maybe it's not porn. Maybe it's not homosexuality. Maybe it's pride. Like, okay, now you're going to be a narcissist. Nobody's going to want to be around you. And then you're wondering why everybody's leaving. And you're angry at God now. Like, all of these things that we just allowed ourselves to be numb to is taking us away from God. And we don't see it because it doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time. And we need to, as believers, as as true, firm believers in Christ, we need to call out sin. And we need to talk about it. We need to talk about sin. On the plus side, on the other side of sin is there's repentance. So you you can literally repent for your sin, which just means to turn. Okay? Repentance, repent means to turn. So you just turn from your sin. And what are you turning to? You're turning to God, which is taking down all the guardrails, like put up the guardrails that are going to make you fall into sin and cut it out. Like, like you got to put in the work. It's not a, he's not a, God isn't a genie. Mm. You have to, there's work involved. There's suffering in this life. God never said that we'll never have suffering as, as we come to know him. In fact, he said quite opposite. We will suffer. There's something that I heard that I began to speak for myself every single day. And I shared it with a guy that I, that I was kind of, that I've been walking with his journey. I said, today, I said, every day, this is kind of what I wake, this is what I wake up and say. And I think I heard it from Keenan Clark. I'm not sure, but I say to myself, today, I will be more on fire for Jesus than I ever have been. And today, I will be the least on fire for Jesus than I ever will be. Mm. And it's time 
that we have that mentality. The mentality is simple. It's we're going to be better today than we were yesterday, and we're going to be worse today than we are tomorrow. Like we're always growing. We're always developing. We're always learning. Mm -hmm. And for anybody who's listening that hopefully you're still listening by now and you didn't just stop it, but if you're still listening, if this is some if this is something you're not used to hearing people talking about sin, I'm not saying that I have it all figured out and I'm a, and I'm perfect because mm. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying that I'm the one with all the answers. Only God is, but I believe that this is detrimental mm. to our lives, our eternal lives. It's to talk about these things because a lot of times people don't know. They, they just don't know. It's, it's ignorance, but they don't have anybody in their life telling them about these things. So I feel like we, it's our duty. I honestly feel that. Like, yeah, we're going to share about the good news and, and the good grace of Jesus. But we also have to talk about the hard things. Like, Jesus had hard conversations with his disciples. And you think that they loved it? No. But... It was best for them. We have to be willing to do what's best for people, not what's best for our image. And I don't mean to offend anybody, but if you are offended, that's offense is an action. Being offended is a choice. And offense is the bait of Satan. So the enemy will try to use it. Push you away from feed the sheep, push mm-hmm. you away from God, push you away from whatever. But that's not of Christ. Right. It's when people go into it without without an, an open mind, an open mind, um, non-bias pretty much. And, dude, this was so good. I'm so glad we got to talk. Like, I don't think people understand that, like, how much we take away from just talking about it. You want to know what's crazy? Is it, Do you have any rebuttals to anything I said? Do I have any rebuttals? Yeah, because I feel like we always agree on things, but I'm curious. Because <laughs> I, mean, I said a lot, and I was very fired up. But I like, mean, not not necessarily not necessarily rebuttals, but I mean, I could play like I, like whenever I speak or whenever you speak, I'm always like, well, how can someone counter in a way of like, okay, so let's just say like you said repentance, like. You know, like, what if I live in, like, you know what I mean? Like, what if I what if I repent often, but I keep falling into sin and I repent often? That's sanctification. Yeah. Justification is a one-time thing. That's salvation. Mm-hmm. Sanctification is a daily process. Mm-hmm. So we're being sanctified every day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you probably are repenting every day. Yep. <laughs> you should be. You should be. We Most people say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, you should be. <laughs> Whether it's a thought or an action yeah. or a, a whatever you said mm-hmm. or... Like, I'm just, I mean. I just like, um, you said earlier, like how people like gauge or scale sin. I think that's the hardest thing for people to understand is like when you're talking about the, the prostitute that was getting stoned and Jesus was like, let not the one who sinned throw the first stone. And they all lay down there. And that was every, like everyone, like sin, like Jesus, but he didn't even pick up. That's what I'm saying. He didn't pick it up. Cause he is the chief cornerstone. It's, it's so good. <laughs> I just I just made that. Yes. I mean, it I is know, true. But it's just but funny, like how we can correlate like that. But like, and, and that I think it's just I I, I think it's hilarious um, that they all put their stones down because 
I mean, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I've told people they're like, you're telling me someone who murders someone and and and, and someone who looks at a girl with lustful desires that that sin's not greater. I'm like, well, sin is sin. On the, I mean, like I, I like, I, I don't have the answer. Like I, I just I just know what sin is. I would say, and I I'm not a hundred percent on this. Right. I think here on earth, you, we could view things as all sin is equal. Yeah. But I think when you get like if you just if you don't know Jesus and you do end up in torment and you go to hell, which I do not want for anybody. Anyone, right? I think that there are different levels of suffering based off of sin. Like I feel like and this is my own opinion. Like I feel like if a girl like a young kid steals from a shop, like steals from a store and then you have a like a man like rape a child. I feel like those are different. But and the, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. sense of ju- like, yeah, it's, no. it is sin. No, I know, I know. But what in you the mean, sense yeah, right, of like, yeah. what their punishment almost right. would be, I I don't know. That's just yeah, a thought. That's the thing. Like that's the thing. We're allowed to speak about those things is because we we don't know. Like, I can try to find I, out. But, but I, know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. One is sin, and I know the other is sin. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean. Yep. Yep, yep. Yep. I mean, that's all I could tell you is that I know one is sin. I know one action is sin. I know the other is sin. Yeah. And, you know, and, and we're talking about, you know, from this whole thing of like how you should hate sin and how to go about, you know, like why sin can can, can tear us and, and ultimately like cost us our, our, our life. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? And how sin, how, how deep and how yeah. just detrimental sin really is. Eternally. And, and even if, if, and that's what I'm saying. Generationally. Even, absolutely. Even if like we were to the point where sin is like, you know, like. That's people's like, well, well, I sin, but I know people who do, who do, who like do way worse, who do way worse to me, and they sin, like you know what I mean. But like, at the end of the day, like, like sin has an impact in general, you know what I mean. And like, then again, whether yours is like lustful intentions, and you're you have you know these kids that are, you know, getting high and getting drunk and beating their whatever significant other, yeah. and they're cheating on each other. They're like, but they they sin worse, you know, they they sin worse, they sin worse than than my sin. So therefore, my sin isn't as bad. But like. But but it's still sin though, like yeah. it's still sin. Yeah, and for all all need to come clean, mm-hmm. you know, repent. Yeah, yeah. Sounds kind of foolish to me. Yeah, y'all a bunch of fools, but not in the way we're fools. We're fools well, for, for Christ's, Christ's sake. sake. Ah. <laughs> oh boy, hey, we love you guys. Just be blessed. Be encouraged by yes. this. Yeah. Don't be discouraged. Yeah. Never ever do we want to tear anyone down. I mean, this is all like. It's never too late. Absolutely. This is all for the love, man. We, because we love you guys and we, we love each other so much that we thought to share this stuff, man. Love y'all.